Okay, welcome back to the ENC Leadership Podcast. And we are continuing uh, with our series, Tensions. And we're exploring leadership tensions. And that's why there's going to be a conversation where we're going to be stuck between two choices. And it's not an either or. Um, if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know we're not fans of false dichotomies here. Instead, we want to go into what, what is the tension that's, that's going on here? And today's tension is going to be an interesting one uh, and maybe a fun one for you to have a conversation about with your community or small group or friends. And it is the leader's personality. On one extreme, we have um, the temptation, the, the desire to lean into my personality and maybe even give in to my personality, where my personality, my strengths, my um, predisposed uh, uh, nature, these are the things that I do. These determine my priorities, determine my actions, and whether or not I can do something. On the other hand, you have one extreme, the other extreme of overly denying your personality and pretending to be someone that you're not and not being honest about who you are or even being unhappy with who you are and rejecting that and trying to be a different kind of leader. Joining me again today are uh, um, Jello and Chriselle. Um, and I'm really starting to enjoy uh, talking with these guys and loving the contributions they bring. Hi, Chrisel. Hi, Jello. How are you guys doing? Doing great, Pastor Joe. Hi, Pastor Joe. Hello, Chrisel. I asked you both to prepare your own personality tests, Deva. And let's talk a little bit about that. Um, you've taken personality tests. Uh, yep. Why do you think we find it so fun as human beings? <laughs> um. Honestly, when uh, StrengthsFinder came out, yung mga ganong personalities, I wasn't really interested in taking them. You weren't? Okay, wow. <laughs> that's that's really different. Like, um, I, I don't know why. I, I'm, it, siguro, I have like a tendency before na parang totoo ba yan? Can it really show me who I skeptic. am? Skeptic. <laughs> skeptic, yeah. But when I started to, um, when I took StrengthsFinder and when it was explained and it took the other personality test, it helped me in a way um, open up myself to um, really looking more into who I am and learning from other people with different strengths and different personalities as I am. I Did think, your results uh, show that you were a skeptic? Did <laughs> um, part of my StrengthsFinder, mataas yung belief. Okay. And I guess pag may belief ka na, you come to believe something about a certain thing. It's so hard to break. So um, you really need, I really need um, data or parang clear cut. Oh, mukhang totoo nga to. Okay. Like, yeah, it, it's really true for me to actually believe it. And I also have intellectual. I really tend to think too much about things before jumping into them. It sounds like given that, that you and Andrew, your husband, are a match made in heaven then. Actually. For, if you want sorry. data. Yeah, and Andrew was really uh, excited when he heard about this because he's a finder. I mean, he talks about it a lot. And he was actually the one who convinced me to take it back several years ago. Oh, wait. So he was excited to, about this podcast also. Yeah. <laughs> I would have loved to hear his perspective. Well, question. I, I'm this bordering on the personal, no? But... <laughs> Do you have like data conversations as a couple where you're exploring a decision and you need him to present the data in a logical way, in a clear way? Uh, and he does that naman? Yeah, lagi nga sinasabi na hindi mananalo yung belief ko kasi siya may data siya. Na parang, this is it. Actually, marami sa strengths finder namin are we're opposites of each other. I have okay. high adaptability. He's futuristic. Okay. Um, He's analytical. I'm a spur-of-the-moment person. But whatever I feel in the moment. So okay. I think a lot of our strengths really um, are opposites of each other but actually complement one another. I mean, siguro kung parehas kaming sa super adaptability or parang kung ano, whim na lang, I yeah. don't know who would be. <laughs> you know, um, I, I, I want to tell this story of Andrew and I think you know which one it's going to be, Chriselle. But uh, seven years ago, we were planning a campus conference and you'll remember this, Jello. We were in Coneta Astrodome and one of the challenges at that time was we were anticipating a typhoon that would hit at around the same time as the conference. And also, if you know Coneta Astrodome along Pasay, there aren't any driveways or loading areas that are very conducive for large numbers of people with buses uh, going in and out, you know, and we were, 
we had a very limited window for people to exit and we didn't want them hanging out on the street. It wasn't a very safe place for our students to be hanging out. And Andrew had the role of leading the committee for transportation and for bus assignments. And he took an approach that I had never seen anybody with that role ever take, a statistician's approach where basically he broke down the number of minutes that a single bus could be in front and be loaded that was physically possible. And because uh, we were all concerned that we would cause this massive traffic jam. You don't want to be a, a burden to the community around them more than you have to. And Andrew just had this mathematical presentation. So I remember me and the conference directors were like, ah, okay, <laughs> what is this? And it worked, you know, it worked. He, he drilled his teams. He drilled the local representatives to be like, you got to be on the bus or off the bus in this amount of time. Uh, he had staggered communication programs so that only people, when your bus was up, you'd be called. And so, yeah, it was amazing. Uh, yeah, so good for you. You found someone who'll supply your need for data. <laughs> yes. What about you, Jello? How, how are you when it comes to these kinds of personality tests or assessments? Uh, feeling ko bilang, bilang Pinoy, mahilig tayo sa mga ganon, horoscope. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it already, okay? That's true. We sometimes treat these things like a horoscope. Diba? Horoscope or anong kapalaran. Pero I think it, it it can be traced sa mas malalim na desire ng human being eh, to know oneself, diba? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a philosophical question. Who am I? Yep. Uh, we want to understand the self. And... Yep. Ano siya, nakaka-enjoy din kasi kapag ka nako-confirm. I don't know if it's confirmation bias or if, if it's really accurate. Pero you know, you find yourself saying, ah, oo nga, ako nga to, ako nga to, ako nga to. And that helps me then as a leader mm-hmm. dahil I know my sinful inclinations, I know yeah, yeah. my tendencies, and I know my strengths. Uh, sometimes, di ba, mas aware tayo sa mga weaknesses natin more than our strengths but knowing our personality types also makes us aware of our strengths and that can be leveraged also in yeah. our leadership you know, especially in leading our teams then mm-hmm. we know their personality types we know what takes them off we know what uh what excites them so that's a useful that's a very useful information for me it is quite useful and uh so before we get into the the meat of the episode i wanted to ask you i asked you guys to prepare yours deva so you're talking about two, maybe three, if you want to include Enneagram, which is a new thing that people are into nowadays. On your strengths finder, mo, uh, what's your MBTI? And maybe answer this question along. No? Um, what was a helpful insight that you got from, from, from learning these things? Okay, I'll start. Um, no. My strengths finders are connectedness, belief, adaptability, input, and intellection. Um, yung um, Maris Briggs Tesco is I am an INFP and mataas yung introversion ko. And okay. Enneagram is um, type 9 which is also um, parang yung description doon peacemaker. Ganun. So medyo nag-complement doon sa INFP na as I said before. Um, I think one of the things na especially with Transfinder na na-realize ko which na-validate ko na yung sarili ko was that I really like to think but I don't really verbalize what I think because okay. of my intellection. I tend to think 10 times before I say anything. Kasi na, parang natatakot ako na magkamali or I correct myself in the moment. Mm. So I sometimes I have difficulty starting, yari, if I need to preach or if I need to even prepare short talks, I have difficulty starting kasi iniisip ko ng mabuti lahat. Pero nag, uh, nag-aano rin, may connectedness pa ako. Parang mm-hmm. Everything connects with each other. That's why I, I usually uh, preach with a script because otherwise, I'll go off time. Okay? <laughs> I can talk all day. Ganon. So, uh, pero because I have, I think because of my adaptability, ano naman ako eh, parang okay, whatever goes, if time's up, time's up, ganyan. But yun nga, I really like to think and I really, really uh, don't like conflict. So, ano lang ako, parang even though I have ideas, it will take time for me and siguro parang building trust with my team before I start getting those ideas out. Kailangan mong pigain sa akin before I actually say something. I remember sa school of campus, Pastor Joe, we had this, you may one-on-one ka. I was afraid I you were going to bring up stuff that I did so, <laughs> when I was teaching. Um, that one of yung, yung feedback mo 
for me was to speak up more. Because mm. I don't ask questions. Even though yeah. you see here, I don't really ask questions. It's more of my mind is processing it on its own or I'll try to find answers myself. I remember that. And that's because we could tell. Like when we would look at your written work, it was like, this is really good. You know, I wish I heard this in class. I wish other people got to interact with this. So, you know. Every time I don't want to speak out, actually I go back to that conversation and I said, kung tingin ko naman, value adding to, why not bring it to the table and then yeah. let the team deal with it. So it, it really helped me because, but knowing my um, propensity, kung saan talaga ako mas naglilin, it helps me to be more aware of myself. Why am I not speaking up? Yeah, yeah. Why am I having difficulty? So, it has made me aware, but not naman to the point that I make excuses based on it, but rather mm -hmm. find ways to help myself express myself more because na of my highly thinking um, strengths. Chriselle, you're doing it again like you did last episode, which is giving away basically the heart of the episode. And, and I love it. You know, <laughs> At least we don't have to keep people waiting. And that's you know where you are and you're not ashamed or you're not trying to undo how God made you. But you're also knowing now, okay, if there are downsides to this, and it would be beneficial to other people for me to, it would honor God, it would serve others for me to overcome these downsides, then why not? Ikaw, Jello, what are your, what are some of your test results? And what were some of the insights that helped, that it helped you with? My MBTI is, I am an INTJ. Okay. So, yeah, I'm highly introverted. At hindi lang ako basta introvert. I'm a judging introvert. Yeah. <laughs> So, I, I, yeah. For those of you who don't know, um, MBTI, Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, is another personality test. There's a lot of free tests online. Later, I'm going to give you a two-minute MBTI test that you could take while you're listening to this podcast. Uh, I saw this online. But um, I love the INTJ type. It's one of the most fascinating ones. My wife is like this. And um, to me, I'm very fascinated by it. Uh, yeah, very judging. <laughs> Very intelligent. And, uh, ano pa? Yeah, we take a cerebral approach in life. So, we want to analyze things. We want to look at data. We want to think and judge according to data. Pero, ang interesting sa MBTI ko, Pastor Joe, is borderline INFJ ako. Hmm. As in, almost 50-50. I think it's 43% and uh, the other half. You have a strong emotional side there that yeah. you're pretending not to engage. <laughs> so, ang internal joke done with some of the people that I converse with is, uh, you would know that I am an IF, INFJ pagka either nakapag-devotion ako sa umaga or <laughs> depende sa kausap or depende sa gising. <laughs> so, you ako. so, if we yeah. get the cold... Cerebral jello. It's like, don't piss him off today. Yeah. <laughs> or kapag ka students ang kausap, INFJ ako. Yun. <laughs> Kasi gusto mong ka you, you like talking yeah. to those people. <laughs> Here's the two-minute test. Alright? Um, and let's see if it works, if it confirms. You guys said INTJ, INFP. I, I took that before and I am an ENTJ. Actually, very similar to you, Jello. Just different with the introvert-extrovert part. And so for those of you who don't know, MBTI is four pairs of letters. I or E, S or N, F or T, J or P. And I don't want to get into that too much though, but basically to get your pairing, all right, you got this? See if we can do it for each other. Are you more moody or annoying? Okay. I think I'm more annoying than Moody. Ikaw, I'm Jello. Agree. You agree? Okay, thank you. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> for calling me annoying. <laughs> I'm Moody. Uh, okay, you're more Moody. Ako rin. I'm more Moody. Then you're an I. Okay. Are you more superficial or a know-it-all? <laughs> know-it-all. <laughs> you're, you're an N. <laughs> Are you more emo or cold? Cold. Ako emo. Ayan. T, K, Jello, F. Are you a more stressed person or a hippie? Like happy-go-lucky? Stressed. Stressed. Ayan. But that's, I, that's J. 
But you said you were P, though, diba? So, okay, there's some slight deviation from your official results, uh, Chriselle. But you, Jello, yeah, that's a J, stressed, judging. So, I-N-T-J. So, I did this to some friends recently. And we were like, huh, I can do other people's MBTI by doing this. Like, mm-hmm. is, this guy, is this guy moody or annoying? Ah, he's annoying. So, he's an E like me. Anyway, these tests are fascinating, you know, and as, a, as leaders, there are, it can be good to know them, but it can also be bad. So let's talk about the extremes na lang. And uh, uh, it would help Jello and Chriselle if you, if you guys can reflect also on your own journeys with either of these extremes or both of them. Let's take extreme number one, which is an overly um, dependent, an overly uh, dictated leadership style by our personality. A leadership style that's determined entirely by our personality. Now, I can't be kind because that's just who I am. If we're rude to the people we're talking to, then they should just suck it up because that's who I am. Take it or leave it. Um, and I, I've made that excuse about myself a number of times. Generally, when it comes to not being caring or not being kind, I kind of leaned into that joke. I think two episodes ago, we talked about how um, the running joke in the ENC office was they would call me King Kong, the destroyer of bridges. And I have to be honest, there was a season that I would lean into that. I'm just going to be your King Kong. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm going to be less diplomatic. I'm going to be less kind because that's how you see me anyway. I might as well embrace that personality type. And that's not right because that's not serving it. That's not loving to God and to others. That's not putting other people first. And, uh, and that was the problem with, with being that way. And I've seen other people do that, whether it's like that, a lack of kindness or compassion, like I described. Sometimes it's a lack of orderliness, an inability to get the job done, to come on time, to, to deliver on their commitments. And then they'll say, oh, I'm sorry. It's because I'm blank. You know, I'm a... I'm an ESFP, you know, and that's why I'm not the kind of person who can deliver on projects. Or, oh, I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't because I have harmony and so I, I don't do those kinds of things. That is not right because we, are, we can do whatever God's called us to do. And our personalities shouldn't, be, they're not our boss, they're not our excuse, and they're not our brand either. You know, you have some people who that's their brand where their brand is, um, oh, I'm like this kasi. You know, every conversation, it opens with, I'm a like this, so treat me like this. And you're like, okay, so it doesn't matter what the givens are. It doesn't matter what the situation is. I must respond to you that way because that's the only way. And we've said in the podcast before that the person who we all adjust to, that's not the one leading. The person who's willing to adjust, the person who's willing to make sacrifices, that's the one who's leading. And leaders, if we are too much slaves, enslaved by our personality, it actually prevents us from leading. How about you guys? Have you ever struggled with that? Um, yun nga, giving into your personality too much or letting it dictate you or being yun nga, too fascinated or obsessed with how you are defined by these tests? Sa akin siguro, Pastor Joe, yung first, uh, I think my earliest, my earlier journey in leadership was more on being insecure about my personality. Okay. You know, introverts have that envy sa mga extrovert yeah. because they're the life of the party. They can talk with practically anyone. Uh, they can go along well with a lot of people. Yan, introverts envy extroverts eh, in, in the sense that uh, extroverts kasi can actually go along well with so many people. Yeah. Tapos yung mga introvert, parang we are socially awkward. We don't know how to talk to people. Yeah, so we would rather be a wallflower. Ako, ano ko eh, I'd rather be on the back row. Uh, just avoiding people. So ako, bilang leader, I feel like being an introvert is more of a curse. Mm. Or more of a disadvantage. Kasi that limits me. Yeah. I remember during my MPD training, uh, yung coach namin was actually uh, forcing me to break uh, parang break out of your introversion, something like that. Na, uh, you, you should uh, speak up more and relate with people more if you want to be a campus missionary. And 
parang sa akin, ah, ang hirap naman pa, paano ba yon <laughs> Kasi, <laughs> ah, ganito ako eh, yun. But when I learned more about the beauty of being an introvert, and the strengths of an introvert, because introverts have unique strengths that extroverts don't have. Yeah. And when I learned about those, that's when I uh, became more comfortable about my personality and I was able to to use that to my advantage. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I like that. Uh, Chriselle, are you more like that? Or are you more someone who, like me, indulges your personality too much? I think I started out like Jello. Tama siya eh. May feeling ka pag sobrang introvert mo na parang why can't I be more carefree or uh, why can't I connect agad with people? It's really an effort for me. Lalo na when I was starting in campus ministry and I had to meet students one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Ang hirap sa akin ng one-to-one. Uh-huh. I mean, groups, okay lang. Kasi parang, you, ano mo yun, pwede sila mag-usap-usap. You don't have to... Yeah, you don't have to carry the conversation. Yeah, you have to carry the, And I remember there was this one time, um, because nga nahihirapan ako with small talk, especially in the beginning of my campus ministry days, I prepared a list of questions. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you scripted <laughs> small <Yeah>. talk? <laughs> so, uh, mga small talk conversations, sobrang ganun ako ka, ka-stressed out in meeting people one-on-one. Tapos, akala ko hindi naman ako obvious, pero kasi, sabi nung, I think highly extroverted yung kausap ko. Sabi niya, ate, parang feeling ko lang, no offense, pero feeling ko nag-prepare ka. Paano ah! <laughs> mo alam? Sabi no, niya, I, I appreciate, sabi naman niya, I appreciate the effort, pero parang halata lang daw with my personality that I was just going through questions. Diba kasi parang, alam mo naman, pag yung tao, kaya niyang, I, ano, connect yeah, they can flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like ako parang, oh, kumusta yung weather? Okay. Anong kinain mo kanina? Parang, oh no. Oh, <laughs> so, wait, Chriselle, um, wait, I'm sorry to be laughing, no? but that must have been difficult to hear. Yeah, yeah sobra. As in, like, like, am, I in, am I in the wrong career? I'm not cut out for this. And I really, ano, I really um, stressed about it a lot, entering into oh. camp. Because I knew I had to have those conversations, one-on-one conversations with leaders. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't want it to seem fake. I really, yeah. I mean, that was a good eye-opener for me because I didn't want it to seem fake. Pero, yun nga, in, naingit ako in a way, dun sa mga friends ko, na grabe, parang pagpupo pa lang, whoa, life of the party na. <laughs> Daya, no? Connect na agad. And I and I felt nga sometimes that because I didn't fit in or parang, alam mo yun, parang, um, ano ba, mas, ako ba yung masayahing tao? Ako ba yung may, uh, may, nakakaintindi ba talaga sa akin? That, may tendency rin ako to retreat into my yeah. own world. Parang naging comfortable naman ako masyado dun sa introversion ko na. Okay lang uh, naman. Uh, okay so, lang to. In-embrace uh, mo naman masyado parang gano'n. Yeah, in-embrace ko masyado. Pero yun nga, I guess God knew that about me and He put me in campus ministry. <laughs> because uh, siguro if not, I would find a job na ako lang. Parang kahit work ako lang, it would be fine. Pero yun nga, being in campus ministry helped me um, to avoid that extreme. And over time naman, I guess, ano, naging mas okay naman ako with conversations. Ano, I, I studied a lot about it. <laughs> I I um, ask from people. I mean, mm-hmm. weird, no? Para how to carry conversations. Ganyan. How do you talk? <laughs> Did you have a um, notebook? Yeah, how do you, ano ba yung mga conversations na magsistart, ganyan, ganyan. Pero yun nga, siguro, over time naman, dahil, yun nga, with some of my strengths include nga adaptability. I think I've learned to adapt. And medyo matagal na rin naman ako. I've been doing this for some time. Parang hirap naman na ganito ka pa rin <laughs> since yeah. you first started. So, I guess yun yung good naman when you know your personality pero you have, you make a decision na, no, I'm not gonna be boxed here. I'm gonna yeah. learn. I want to be better at it. Pero at the same time, yun nga, my, my, my mode when I'm at rest or ano, is yun nga, to just retreat to myself. Yeah. I love what you guys are bringing up because that's the other extreme. So the one extreme is almost like an idolatry where we idolize our personality and it becomes the determining factor of whether or not I can serve, how I show love instead of God's call, instead of what God has put us in or what other people need, we're saying, well, this is who I am. So I'm not going to give you better than that. The other extreme is despising or insecurity over the, the way God made us. And um, I can relate to, to what you guys described. Um, and I was telling you this before when we were preparing for this episode. 
um, I used to envy uh, a lot of my predecessors, like my leaders in campus ministry before, because like you described, life of the party, effortlessly carrying a conversation. And it, to me, what was really a burden for me was they were so good at gathering groups informally and keeping those groups together. You know, like uh, you go out for lunch and people just want to be with them. They wanted to be around them. And I wasn't like that. You know, I, it was such a, a, a stressful thing for me to invite people to lunch simply because I knew what I wanted to eat. And if they wanted to eat somewhere else, it was just more simple to be like, then go eat there. I'll eat here. I'll see you after. And, but these other guys, I don't know, they had this way. Like Pastor Rico Ricafort, our senior pastor in Ortigas now, he had a way of just gathering people around him. So I remember we would go to a small group meeting in our church in Ortigas, in Robinson's Galleria, and we would eat somewhere. And he would invite people he ran into, you know, people who happened to be from church or friends of ours, friends of his. By the time we got to the restaurant, our group of eight was now 20, 24 people all going to eat together. And it's like, how did you do this? You know? And I'm not going to talk to you now. I'm not going to be able to talk to you. The table's too long. But I was just impressed at how he was able to do that. And to those people, what we need to learn is to be, to embrace the design that God has for us. And I think the, the key here in maintaining these tensions, like we've done with each episode, if we treat these tensions as extremes, that's going to be difficult. Like I said, we'll, we'll swing back and forth right? between them. But if we find a way to embrace both while keeping that tension, then that is the, that's the key mentally and, 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 and to produce the right response in us. And the key for this one is I want to serve. I want to serve with the best that God has given me. That's the, that's the attitude there. For the people who idolize our own personalities, who idolize the self, and let that define our service, you don't really want to serve. You're putting your comfort, you're putting your, your issues above other people's concerns, above the call of God. On the other hand, the people who, who um, are insecure about it, they're not accepting how God made them. I realized for me that for many of those times when I wasn't willing to deal with that, I wasn't willing to be kind, I wasn't willing to be compassionate, I realized it wasn't just it's your personality. It was me not wanting to serve anymore. It was me using my personality as a get out of jail free card to be like, well, I don't have to. You're the kind ones. Go, go, babes, you be kind. All of you be kind, uh, but not me. I'm not the one who gets to be kind. That's not a desire to serve. And it's the same for all of us who are idolizing our personality, whether it's coming late or not delivering on your commitments we have to ask ourselves, am I still willing to serve? Is this what's serving to my team? And maybe it will come across as fake. You know, Chris, I've had so many conversations like that with people where they're like, yeah, Joe, it's obvious you're trying hard. <laughs> you're really, really trying hard. But there's a difference with trying hard to serve versus trying hard because you just have to. And I think people resent when you're trying hard just because you have to, but they appreciate when you're trying hard to serve. Because they're like, look, I, I know you. <laughs> I know you don't like this kind of thing. But thank you. you know, thank you so much for being here. And then for the other extreme, naman, those people need to learn how to leverage their personality. Um, how did you guys learn to leverage your personality and be, and be comfortable with your own introversion or however you're designed? What were some of the tools that were most helpful to you? Yep, I, ako inanalyze ko yung introvert. <laughs> yung parela. I analyze you, time. You know, uh, the majority of extroverts aren't even thinking about it. That's, I think that's part of what makes introverts awkward because we think about it so much. <laughs> it's like, we're, like, how did you talk? What did you say? And then they're like, half of them really aren't even thinking about it. They're just doing it, you know? And that's why, and that's why yeah. it's so natural. So for me, I... I research. I read about it. Ano ba yung mga strengths <laughs> ng, ng, ng isang introvert? And I felt validated kasi una, introverts are good, actually good at uh, not small talk but deep conversations. That's true. And when they're, uh, when they've found that spot na they can talk to somebody. Kapag ka pinipilit ko kasi to engage large group of people, that's where I fail. 
Mm. But when I sit down and talk to small groups of people or just one or two people, I flourish in those conversations. Nice. Because, uh, yun eh. Mas kaya kong dalhin. And another thing is introverts love asking questions. Yeah. They would love to listen more than they want to talk. So whenever I engage in conversations, masarap ka usap yung mga extrovert because they want to talk a lot. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, yun, uh, I engage in questions. And the most important thing that I learned is to be genuinely uh, interested with people. Yeah. And to be genuinely interested, to ask about their lives, and to ask about uh, their interests, and learn from them. That's why, yun yung default ko whenever I build relationships. I ask questions. I want to know more about them. And then, I find connections. Yeah. Doon ako nakakahanap. When I learned about that strength of the introvert, mas naging comfortable ako in social gatherings. I don't need to be at the center of the action. Yeah. I, I I would just find a spot on the fringes and find whoever is uh, sitting alone or by themselves. Tapos, kipag-usap lang ako doon. And if no one approaches me, then I'm fine with it. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sure you are. Yeah, I'm fine with it. And, okay lang din. Yung mga introverts, ang joke sa amin, mga ano lang kami, inaampon ng mga extrovert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gain friends by being adopted by extroverts. So to all extroverts out there, thank you for adopting us. Pero we promise and we guarantee you ano, loyalty naman in friendship kapag nice. uh, nakuha niyo yung loob namin kasi nga and we are we are a, connected. A very helpful book for that. Did you read that book, Yung Quiet? Um it's a book called The title of the book is Quiet: The Power of Introverts in a World That Won't Stop Talking. Mm-hmm. It's a really, really helpful book. Helped my wife. Helped me a little bit. I'm not totally an e- extrovert. Intro, I'm more you know, I'm ambivert, whatever that term is. In the Myers Briggs test, yung I and E ko, yun yung major 50-50, Jello. Kung sa'yo, it was, was it F? Yeah, F and T. F and T, yeah. For me, it was E, I and E. Na sometimes, nga, it's mga 55-45, parang ganun. How about you, Chriselle? What helped you uh, overcome it? Or accept it? Mm. I think looking at um, how God created different people and uh, numating ako sa point na naging thankful ako that we're not like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Parang naisip ko, uh, yun nga, I like to think. So may time I believe na nag-isip ako, what if we were just like, lahat tayo pare-parehas ng person. Sobrang boring ng world. Yeah, parang, yeah. Parang, boring naman. I, and I had that conversation with myself. And must appreciate ko different personality types, ganyan-ganyan. And, yeah. you know, one thing I would do is um, I learn from people who are different than me. I would intentionally go out with people like that. Tama si Jello. Usually, when in a crowd, I would go to someone na alam kong kayang mag-engage ng personality. So, sama mo na ako sa'yo. You're like an alien learning how to be a human. Yeah. Parang And, yun nga, parang, um, Yun, ako din naman, I, because of the nature of what I do, I'm, I know a lot of people, pero iilan lang talaga yung close. And napansin mo naman, like, kahit introvert ka, pagka-close mo, sobrang dami mong pwedeng sabihin. So, yun nga, um, one thing I do whenever I um, um, go out with people or need to minister to someone or talk to someone, yun nga, finding common ground really helps. Kasi kung, if you start me on conversations like history, politics, hindi ako titigil. Like, okay, hanggang bukas, kaya ko mag-sing. Kala ko ba ate, introvert ka? So, may mga certain things that pique my interest. And I deliberately find people like that. Yeah. So, it helps me ano, become more talkative. Um, it really, really helps me become more talkative. Naalala ko nga eh, um, may times na, ano ako, parang socially awkward. Ayoko ng pressure, napipili ako kung kayo ako tatabi. Ngayon, mm. table. Ayoko. Yeah, yeah. I usually find assigned seats are the best in new classrooms in college. Yeah, yeah, totoo. Totoo yun. Or I'll find a place that's empty and I'll sit there. Kung sino man yung tumabi sa akin, okay lang. I have no problem. But I don't like being the one to choose kung saan. Yeah. So usually, pag may pasok ako, doon ako uupo. But yun nga, I, I am grateful that you know, there's different people who surround us and the different people, personalities, help me enhance myself into looking at their lives, learning from them, and at the same time, parang especially in teams, di ba? Complementing each other's skills. Yeah, yeah. 
parang, okay, highly thinking to. Sige, pa, saan ko siya i-prepare? Paano ba to? Ganyan, ganyan. Kasi kung lahat sa isang team pare-parehas, baka, ngayon, lahat thinkers, walang doers. Or lahat doers, walang thinkers. Yeah. So, yun yung beauty naman when you learn about um, each other's personalities in the team. You help one, you help one another then um, parang leverage on their strengths and at the same time, help each other grow and improve. You know, being in part of ENC, it, it, uh, marami sa amin yung parang, ano sila ma, encourage sila, ganyan, which I'm not, I don't normally do. And it helps me whenever <laughs> they, they remind me to do it, some, to do it, and pag naririnig ko din sila. Yeah, parang, yeah. I'm really grateful for having people who are really different from me. I love it. You guys are bringing up, you know, really the main points that, yun nga, for one thing, um, like what Jella said, you study it, you you study what you are and what you aren't and you figure out how to develop it. Both of you talked about angling the situation so that you can lean more into your strengths. If I have to, I will try to carry the conversation. I will try to be an extrovert. But ideally, I don't have to. And how can I adjust the way the team is playing so that I play more to my strengths instead of highlighting my weaknesses? And then thirdly, what you said, Chriselle, is because of you're angling it, you can angle it because you have a team and people who help you out with that. That's what helped me also. Um, uh, you know, taking Strengths Finder and finding out that most of my themes were in the strategic thinking quadrant, probably all. There was like four thinking, one working. Um, and then you've got um, everyone before me who was in the relating and the impacting quadrant. These are like the, the big stage people, the big event people. And I was just so insecure about that. And I remember reading the book, Strengths-Based Leadership, and I can't recommend it enough for a young leader. If you're struggling with your personality and you're thinking, how can I, how do I be myself and still get this particular job done? Um, that book gives leadership profiles of different kinds of strengths. And so I went to the, leadership profile for the strategic thinking leader and I read his story and I was like, oh yeah, this resonates with me. A lot of the decisions he made, I feel like this is what I want to do in ENC. And so I started angling uh, our organization towards that where I could do more of that, where I could bring out more of that onto the thing. Because like, for example, writing for enc.ph or this podcast, I didn't mind that. Teaching in the School of Campus Ministry, that was nothing. I could have spent the whole day talking to you, young campus missionaries, and, and hearing your insights. That was a fascinating and life-bringing experience for me. And then in, when it came to a big event where you have to, to lead and, 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 and um, capture an entire auditorium, okay, that's when I really leaned in on the types of like um, Robert Gonzalez, who... Robert, please, be the big man, literally and figuratively. Own the moment for me. You would really do me a favor doing that. And Robert Naman was just like, really? That's what you want me to do? Like, he could do that in his sleep. Like, he does that all the time. And it made me appreciate him so much more. I'm just grateful for people, like you guys described, who are different from us. So, yeah, for young leaders, do that. Sometimes because my pressure to be like others to be, and that's not how God made you. Eh? I, there's a book. It's a classic leadership book. And I don't want to say the title too much, but it has a number. And it says, Blank Indispensable Qualities of a Leader. And I remember reading that as a kid and being so pressured that I have to have all of these indis indispensable. Eh? Sabi mo, indispensable. So, dapat lahat may ganito. Everyone needs to have these qualities. And uh, it was only later when I was older that I read it again and I thought, wait a minute. Every chapter is a different leader. And I'll bet that leader he described in chapter 7 didn't have the qualities of chapter 6 or 4. But they'll say decisiveness. Like George Patton, the American general, was decisive. But I'm like, yeah, but he wasn't humble. And that's one of your indispensable qualities also. So, dun palang, we can see, in that example, we can see that not, there's nobody who's got it all. You know, maybe Jesus. You know, definitely Jesus, but there's no one person who can be amazing in all of those things. And that's why it's best to lead in a team. Yeah. Yeah. But kanina, Pastor Joe, you mentioned no, yung idea din ng delegating your weaknesses or things that you're not good at. Okay. Oh, let's uh, wrestle uh, with these concepts now. Yeah, right? <laughs> Other people. 
And sometimes that also becomes a lid, a personal lid, or maybe an excuse not to okay. challenge ourselves. Diba? For example, mm. somebody could say, hindi kasi ako strategic eh. So, <laughs> hindi, kami, hindi ako magaling magplano. And if you're leading an organization, if you're an organizational leader, uh, strategic thinking is really one of the things that a, a leader must have. Hindi uh, kasi ako ma-admin. Hindi <laughs> uh, uh, ako ganun eh. Or hindi yeah, ako yeah. relational eh. Or hindi ako confrontational eh. When do we accept our weaknesses and delegate those uh, the things that are within our weaknesses? And when do we challenge ourselves naman to overcome yeah, or set that, ourselves? That's a great question, Jello. And again, um, if we're mindlessly going into... If you're listening to this podcast for confirmation, na, aha, yeah, I can delegate. So I don't need to... That you're going to find that reasoning. And that's really a judgment call that's in our heart. Uh, well, first in our heart, but secondly, in the, in the team we lead. That if the attitude is to serve, is that the attitude ba? Did delegation become an excuse not to serve or is it a, a, a way to serve more? That's the question. And we have to check our hearts for that. Secondly, and you know, we say this all the time in the School of Campus Ministry, uh, or we used to when I was there, and uh, I think they still do it now. Work on your weaknesses up to passing level. Don't be killing us with your weaknesses. Diba? Get to the place where your weaknesses are at least, kumbaga sa school, you're not good at whatever, math. Okay, fine. At just pass math. Don't fail it. Just pass math and then excel in the other subjects you are good at. PE, diba? art or, 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 or history. Same thing with leadership and in, in, in your team. For example, Joe, fine, you're not the most merciful one. Okay, you're not the kindest one. Fine. We won't send you to all the hospital visits. We won't ask you to be the one comforting people, like you're the hotline for grieving students. Don't do that. But but you need to learn diplomacy in meetings. You need to learn not to make wounds worse. You need to learn not to make people cry that often. You that much is basic. You know, that one, you don't get to delegate that. You don't get to say, ah, sorry, edit me na lang. No, that's just passing level. Admin or punctuality. Fine, you're not the person who's, who um, is amazing at remembering deadlines. But you can't be late when you show up for stuff. That's just basic. That's not a personality test. That's, not, that's a lack of discipline on your part. Um, Fulfilling your word. If you've given your commitment, do it. You know, these are just these are basic passing level stuff that every leader must have if we want to succeed in any form. And that's why I said there's another way it will show up. It will first show up in our hearts, our lack of desire to serve. But the other way it will show up is in the effect. And that's really one of the most eye-opening things for a leader. Now you realize, okay, I've delegated too much. And I've made that mistake. You know, I've I've said I can't, I'm not good at events. I've, I've, there's been times I've delegated the event too much and I look at the event afterwards and I think, why wasn't it like how I wanted it to be? And I was so tempted to be like, well, yeah, the person who's running it, but yeah, but you delegated that. You should have been on top of that. If they didn't know what, what, it, what was supposed to be done, it's because you didn't tell them what was supposed to be done. And those were some of the most painful evaluation moments we've had where I have to tell the person who carried the brunt of the weight of the event and say, guys, it wasn't that good. And it wasn't that good because I didn't do my part. Oh gosh, I'm just having flashbacks right now of those post-event evaluations. And uh, I just loved the maturity of our events person. And I know she listens to this podcast sometimes, so she might hear this episode. I just love the maturity of her response because she, she was frustrated with me, uh, understandably so. But she went, I knew it. I knew it. I wondered why also. And I, I call that mature because she didn't blame herself because it wasn't her fault. She didn't say, oh, I should have done more because it wasn't, it was beyond her. It was supposed to be something I should have done. And I basically didn't do my part uh, for this section of the event. Ah very expensive and uh, uh, anyway is it also possible that for a leader's ego is one of the reasons then absolutely absolutely yeah. 
trying to build a reputation or uh, protect a reputation or project strength uh, so and, and to hide one's weaknesses. And, and like what Chriselle did, Deva, like said, when you told us about writing those lists, that's a very humbling thing to go through. You know, and if your ego was there, then your defenses would immediately go up and be like, fine, I'm never going to do that again because I look like an idiot every time I do that. That's why I said kudos to you for going through that experience and then leaning in and being like, okay, how do I get better at this? Because that's humility. Nobody wants to be in a place of weakness. And, you know, you shouldn't have to. <laughs> Ideally, if you're not a good worship leader, I hope you don't have to do it that often. But in those once in a year or, you know, once a decade moments that it calls for it, and there's nobody else, there must be a willingness within us to pick that up. Grisel, you keep laughing there. What, what, what's so funny? Nick was <laughs> a worship leader. Isip ko lang na parang mag-aano na, mag-aclamor na sila. Help me to develop my weakness into a strength. Mag-lead na worship. Well, we're just going to get you to passing level. And passing level means pass the mic to somebody else so that nobody else has to listen to you. But yeah, uh, ego could get in the way of doing that. So again, these are tensions. These are two extremes. One extreme is idolizing yourself. And the key to that is to serve. The other extreme is to be insecure about yourself and to envy how God made other people. I, th I think I'll add this long, no? one balance there. It's possible that you might have a strength that you don't realize is a strength also. You know, uh, especially for young people listening to this, late teenagers, early 20s. Maybe you're older and you haven't discovered it. It's possible that you might be like, hey, I want to develop this. I want to develop this. And it's there. I can think of two uh, men I'm discipling. Uh, one of them is just a brilliant writer. Amazing writer. And every time he would share from his Bible reading to me, he'd be like, I would say, but you ask, how was your Bible reading today? Anything you want to share? He goes, you know what? I, I don't want to just say it i want to can i just read it to you and he would read it and it was brilliant i was i i really believe this guy could be an author one day um and so i said you should write more you know and he goes really he goes i've never developed that i said y y and this is a guy who's an executive successful in his field but he never considered he's a good writer and you know i hope he's developing it even more now another one uh has a desire to be a bible teacher uh, and he's not in ministry, like, you know, not the furthest thing from it, but he's definitely not in ministry. He has no career path of going into ministry, but there's a desire in him to teach the Bible. I see it in, uh, in our small group meetings and he's new, you know, he's so raw, but he always pays attention to, to sermons and he's always paying attention to content and delivery. And he's like, wow, that was interesting. And what really benefited me was the way he said it. And I'm like, you know what? There's something there. There's something there, you know? And so right now I'm giving, I'm asking him to disciple someone else and he jumped at the chance. And I'm like, I think we're going to develop this gift of yours. So Malemo, you know, you might have a secret gift that, you, that, that to this point has been underdeveloped. Yeah. I think, Pastor Joe, um, in line with that, what helps me assess siguro when um, I'm using my personality too much or too little, I always ask myself the question if it's a character issue more than a personality issue. Wow, that's so good. I use that all the time. Because I make excuses for wrong behavior, like introvert, ka, ganyan, ganyan. but it's an excuse to not be kind, yeah. not gentle, self-control. And I always go back, there are fruits of the spirit, marami yeah. pa yung survival. And I think it really helps me put myself back in perspective. Hindi na to personality issue, character ko na yung may mali. Yeah, yeah. Right? I also try to, whenever I disciple or help people, yun din yung tinatry ko rin ibalik sa kanila. Na para yeah. sa, maririnig mo sila, sabi, gato lang talaga ako at ka-retardiness. Gato lang, I don't have good time management. And I, I used to say that a lot too. Yeah. I don't have good time management skills. Pero yun na nga, it's not an excuse eh, because you're, it's not personality. You're, um, 
taking away precious time from others, diba? So that's being inconsiderate. It's a character issue talaga. So I guess yun yung isang helpful as a leader to ask yourself, go back to what the Word of God says. And if there's anything contradictory that you're doing, alam mo namang hindi na yan personality issue. It's, go, it's good to parang go back and really uh, go to what the Word of God is saying about that particular issue of your life. Chriselle, that was good and painful to hear. <laughs> Ouch. I, I remember, um, nga, that King Kong season, uh, I read a quote that I wrote, recopied by hand, and then I stuck it on my wall in front of my desk to always remind myself. And it said, if you're, all, if you're easily irritated by people, if you're often easily irritated by people, you have to accept the fact that you're very self-centered. Because the world isn't designed to just please your little whims. Parang ganon. And I realized that, yeah, it's not just people are annoying or people are dumb or whatever arrogant thing. You're just self-centered, Joe. Like, that's what it is. And, and I love what you said, Chrisella. There is the fruit of the Spirit. And that passing level we're talking about, that's just get the passing level, is whatever the Holy Spirit can enable me to do. And that's why there will be times that some of us are going to be put on teams or even in this pandemic, put in leadership situations where we're called to do stuff that are less than ideal. That I'm not fit for this. I'm not suited for this. That's when you pull in the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, I really, really need you now. You've put me in a situation that requires supernatural levels of administrative gifts or supernatural levels of conversation starting. (laughs) I'm not good at that kind of thing. But I know you can empower me to do that. And I can do whatever the Holy Spirit has empowered me to do. Whatever. If God's put me there to do it, then God will empower me to do it as well. In my small group, our expression, because these are all uh, professionals, the, the expression is, if it's God's project, then the, God has a budget for it. <laughs> I want to ask God for the budget for it as well. Yep. Siguro, uh, I just want to balance lang din. Maybe it's, some people naman are like that, not because they don't want to serve or because they're self-absorbed or they're egotistical. And maybe it's more of a, an, an area for growth for that person. You know, meron di bang, ano, uh, in two kinds of mindset, growth mindset and fixed mindset. Ooh, that's a good point. Diba, no? And some people uh, are just fixated doon sa idea na this is who I am, yung fixed mindset na ito talaga ako eh. Uh, ito yung limitations ko and I accept that. So they glory or they celebrate what they're good at. Yeah. And they are ad- they're adverse to the things that they're not good at. And yun, ano lang siguro, merong fear of failure or uh, merong may insecurity na I don't want to be, I don't want to get exposed. Uh, Ganong mga bagay. So if, maybe if, uh, if you're that kind of person, leaning towards your strength or your the strength of your personality is a good thing. But uh yung ding I but that can that can also be limiting for us sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Because uh definitely God has supernatural power and grace yeah. for for all of us, no, and he unlocks gifts for people whenever he calls them. I remember uh I was I am really not a people person. And when God called me to be a campus missionary, one of my prayers was for God to to birth in me that compassion for the lost, for the students, and boldness to preach the gospel. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know how to preach the gospel. And he just brought me, I, I, one time in, when, when I was uh, sitting inside the campus, nagkaroon ako ng ganung moment na parang nag-slow-mo lahat ng students sa paligid ko while I was praying and oh. talking to God. And then awesome. yung yung discernment yung yung sa heart ko nag-kick in and naramdaman ko yung yung struggles ng mga students, yung sadness nila. I was thinking, grabe yung ano nila praying praying sila for provision and whatever. And at that moment, I just cried and that was that, that was it. God gave me Lord gave me that boldness and at that moment I just knew na I I was willing to risk my reputation and look stupid in front of people to yeah. if if that's what it takes to talk to a student and 
talk to them about Jesus. I wasn't an evangelist. I have no gift of evangelism. But at that moment, it didn't matter to me. I just asked God, Lord, help me. And yun, that was my journey towards cracking, uh, uh, breaking out of my shell and talking to people and being an evangelist, even when I am not, even if I'm an introvert, I, <laughs> I talk to people. I love that Jello because yun nga eh, yung growth mindset that you are not de- you know determined by these tests you are who God says you are who you are who God made you to be and um we aren't we haven't seen the finished product yet I think that's the idea that drives us even in campus ministry right it gives us excitement when we talk to students it's this idea that Gosh, who is God forming this student to be? Who is God making this student to be? What a privilege to get a front row seat to this process of transformation every day. And if that's true with you know, people we, we disciple, it's true for you as well as a leader that God's not done with you. And you can be, you will be who God says you will be. Yeah, so thank you guys for this conversation. I loved the perspectives and experiences you brought in and the questions you brought I love the points and balances that we had. And I hope that this encourages anyone who's listening as well. That uh, your personality is a, is a gift from God. Your experience, your background, it's not your boss. It's not your excuse. It's not your brand. It's not your message. You're, you're here to serve. God's your boss. And that means he will enable you to do whatever he calls you to do. Some of that will mean using your personality, your giftings. You're going to be surprised. How your background, your, your past, even the stuff that you might feel like were liabilities will actually turn out for good and be useful for God's work and the work that you're doing. And some of that might mean stuff that are uncomfortable to you, stuff that you never imagined you would do. But by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will be able to do it and you will serve. So go, be yourself. Be the yourself that God's created you to be and serve people. Jello, Chriselle, uh, anything you guys want to say uh, as we end? Yeah, for me, I think the greatest encouragement is that God is transforming us according to the image of His Son, Jesus Christ. Wow. We are being changed from glory to glory until we reach that perfection. There is always an, a window, an area for growth, and that's a possibility, not a limitation to, to look at, but a possibility to embrace and to be excited about. So whatever weaknesses we may be having right now, experiencing right now, uh, take heart because God's not done with us yet. And whatever strength we may have, we glory not in the strength of the flesh, but we glory in the power of Christ that's at work in us and the Holy Spirit that's at work in us. So uh, we celebrate our strengths. We... Uh, pray up to God and we rely on God's grace about our weaknesses and we develop the people that are with us to complement the weaknesses that we have. Love it. Um, ako naman, um, yun nga, it was just a great reminder that if you're really called to serve, you'll go above and beyond whatever limitations you may think you have about yourself. And you know, if God calls you to where you are right now, he will, you know, sabi Pastor Jay, he will certainly empower you to do the things that he has called you to do. Diba? But especially in campus ministry, it's, there's no one size fits all. Eh. Parang you really <laughs> yeah. have to um, really ask God, who, uh, bakit mo ako tinawag dito? What do I bring into the table? What can I do? Not just to better ourselves, but really to help better the lives of the people around us. And certainly, he, we're not alone. He has put us part of a team. He has surrounded us with people who are certainly different from us to bring out the best in us, in each other. Diba? Parang yun yung great thing about teamwork, about being part of teams in campus ministry. And even the students that we disciple. I think the more comfortable and the more secure we become about ourselves as campus missionaries, the more we can help people and students around us become secure and um, comfortable with who they are as well. But at the same time, assessing if this is um, who God has called them to be, ano pa ba my areas of improvement, and yun nga, relying really on the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, the work of God in our lives. I mean, yun lang naman talaga yung makakapag-get 
through sa atin sa campus ministry is trusting that God is still at work in us. And no matter what our personalities is, God knows us better than we know ourselves. Yeah. Yun yung great comfort. God, you know me better than you know than I will ever know myself. And if there's anything that you correct, whether it's God, uh, the Holy Spirit who reminds us or He uses other people to correct us, then I'm really grateful for it because it refines who I am and yun, continually molds me into the image that Christ wants me to become. Awesome. Awesome. So that's it for this episode of the podcast. Um, you can find us on encleaders.ph for the show notes. And if you want to reach me about it, Joseph Bonifacio, you can look for at Campus Joe on Instagram. I'd really love to hear from you, uh, uh, you know, the people listening about your own person. I, I don't know why. I find that fascinating. I don't know if it's a... It, even in video games, I'm like that. I love seeing different personalities of different characters or different people. So, yeah, tell us. How has your personality helped you in le your leadership? Have you fought? Have you experienced that temptation to idolize your personality or to be insecure about it? And I'd really love to hear about how you've leveraged uh, your personality uh, in whatever leadership role you're in right now. God bless you and happy serving. Trust that the Holy Spirit will empower you. See you guys. See you guys.